This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the Tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Well, we have made it to episode 10 of the Rosie Report Spring Training Edition. Great to have you along. Jim Rosenhaus with you, recapping Sunday's action in camp. And it was another busy day for the Tribe as they had two games going on, one here in Goodyear and another up in Las Vegas. Here in Goodyear, Shane Bieber was uh, absolutely outstanding two and two-thirds scoreless innings uh, as sharp as attack really used his off-speed stuff a lot and threw it with great success so a, a real good day for Bieber uh, turned out to be a 10 to 6 win for the tribe over Arizona on a day where some youngsters over from minor league camp made a great impression including second baseman Brian Rocchio he's a young guy who was at Mahoning Valley a year ago George Valera, an outfielder, he had a big day with a couple of walks and a base hit. Rocchio with a home run. And after the game, Tribe manager Terry Francona talked about the youngsters and what they brought to the ball club. That was fun. I mean, um, I mean Rocchio played last year in that night game. Remember, he kind of had a big night. Just, uh, you know, the enthusiasm that comes with the youth. But we've heard so much about Valera. You know, and again, he's he's a really young kid. But to, just to see the way he handles himself, it was fun to watch. I know you said Bieber seemed, since the minute he got out of here, he seemed sharp and on top of things. Today, just confirmed that he Yeah, I mean, like, it looked like Biebs. I mean, he threw his breaking ball, you know, behind the count for a strike. Or, you know, he just looked like Bieber. Uh, that was, you know, he just, again, we just got to build him up and get him reps. He's going to be really good. That was Mandy Bell from MLB.com and Zach Meisel from The Athletic with the questions post-game for Tribe Manager Terry Francona. Now, up in Las Vegas, it was an 8-5 Oakland win over the Tribe. Today, interesting day coming up today for the Indians as they'll be at surprise facing the Texas Rangers. And because of the the back-to-back split squad days over the weekend and where we are in camp in terms of pitchers building up, there's really no one available who's in Major League camp to fill that game today in Texas. So the Indians will bring over a slew of youngsters from minor league camp, many of whom we saw over the weekend, and they'll try and get the Tribe through nine innings against the Rangers up in Surprise. And you can hear that game on the web at Indians.com. I'll be joined by Lake County broadcaster Andrew Loveglass up in Surprise this afternoon at 3.05 Eastern time first pitch. Well, we like to check in with various players on our podcast each day. And today, Aaron Savali joins us. Savali, with that fine rookie season, his first three major league wins and certainly kept the Indians in just about every game he started for the Tribe. And most of those were in 
high-intensity pennant race-type situations as the Indians were trying to nail things down in terms of a playoff spot last August and September. And when he looks back on things and, and where he is coming into spring camp, his first spring camp, he says it's all part of that process of trying to be a consistent major league pitcher. What you work for um, is definitely one of the first steps. Uh, for me, it's a second step. Um, so debut before spring training. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been great. It's great to be around all the guys again and see, see some familiar faces. Uh, Shane Bieber was in a similar spot heading into last year. He had had good success in the big leagues the year before, but hadn't gone to major league camp. And he said it took him a while to kind of figure out where to go, the whole routine. Is that similar? Yeah, a little bit. Um, so I know the complex pretty well. It's my fourth spring training, so overall know where most things are. But yeah, there's definitely some, some things here and there to figure out. And it's still early, so I'm sure I'll have some questions here and there. But yeah, it's been good so far. When you look back at last season, uh, certainly a great breakthrough year. Anybody who makes that major league debut, I'm sure, feels that way. Um, did you give yourself some time to, to think about what went right or, or anything like that after the season? Not really. Just continue to build off that. Um, pretty much got right into it in the off season and tried to not skip a beat. When you look back at like debut and, and good performances and consistency, um, were there any turning points last year that where, where something clicked in or or was it just a uh, kind of culmination of, of a lot of hard work along the way? I think the biggest turning point was in 2018. Um, sat down with Ruben Niebla, who was our pitching coordinator at the time, now on our staff during one of our games. Um, as far as baseball turning point goes, kind of just sat down and said, like, where your pitches are not where they need to be right now. Like, let's go through and tell me where you think all your pitches are and where you want them to be. Um, my three breaking balls were kind of blending together, so it was hard to pitch with those. And we just kind of came up with a game plan on how to make those three distinct pitches. And since that day and a lot of hard work later, um, throwing with five to six distinct pitches instead of two or three with three other that blend all together, it's been a lot easier to know not only what I'm throwing, but how to game plan that. Was that surprising to you that, that he came to you, or did you feel like something was missing? I've had a great relationship with Ruben since I got drafted. Um, it's always my go-to is in terms of that kind of stuff, baseball-wise, uh, pitching-wise. Any questions I had or if I wanted to do something or add something or take away, he's always been kind of one of the guys that I would go to. Um, and I, I knew my pitches weren't where they needed to be. Um, it was just kind of a sit-down moment. Let's go through everything and come up with a game plan and figure out how we can accomplish that. So what was your reaction when you found out he was going to be part of the Major League staff this year? Yeah, just happy, excited, happy for him, first of all. Um, always glad to have him around. I know we lost Matt Blake to the Yankees. Um, it's another guy. Him and Ruben were two of the guys coming up that I would go to. Um, Matt Blake being a Northeast guy, uh, known him before I got drafted. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's awesome that Ruben's on staff. You mentioned that, and the Indians have, have had such a, a good development machine for pitching. And is, is that the key that, that you can feel comfortable to talk about things that aren't maybe, not even not going well, but maybe just not quite at a level where you think they should be? I think the 
the key for me, at least with us, is they kind of give you the ability to do not whatever you want, but if you have reason for what you're trying to accomplish, they kind of give you free reign over that and they'll be on board with you. Um, if the guys need direction, they'll give it. If they see guys that can kind of lead their own way, they'll be there to help out along the way. Um, but it's been, as long as you have a good reason for what you're doing and they're pretty willing to do whatever whatever it is you bring into the table. When you look at uh, at heading into spring training this year, Shane Bieber had mentioned last year and he, and he had a fantastic rookie season, but he felt like he had to earn a spot last year. Yeah. Um, is that the type of mindset you, you take into it too and, and maybe always will for each spring training that you have? Yeah, that should be the mindset every year. Like whether it's 10 years down the road or this year or next year, I mean, there's always going to be competition. There's always, you should never feel complacent. Um, always going to have to earn that spot. Should never feel given. Um, it's the way that I've been my whole life, so I don't think that will be a big issue for me. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something that's earned, not given. Pitching such an individual thing, but you have a, a really good rotation and, and good arms in the bullpen. Can there be a team concept to it? Do you guys push each other and, and really exchange information, things like that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of positive competition going back and forth. You see what one guy's doing and you want to go out there and compete on the same level that he's competing. It's pretty contagious. Um, you got a great starting rotation. You don't. You want to make sure you're at the same level as everyone else, if not better, and everyone else has the same mindset. So keep pushing each other in a positive way and helps at the end of the day, it helps the team. That's Indian starting pitcher Aaron Savali. A lot of optimism there, as you'd expect. He had a slight bump in the road in terms of getting his spring going, a minor groin injury, but he's slated to throw on Wednesday in game action when the Indians are taking on the Diamondbacks over in Scottsdale. So that'll be great to see Aaron Savali back on the mound. That's going to do it for Episode 10 of the Rosie Report. We've made it to 10. Hopefully we have quite a few more as spring training has a little under three weeks to go now as we head down the stretch and get ready for the season opener. Until next time, I'm Jim Rosenhouse. Thanks for listening and taking the time to check out the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.